Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with Sydney-based singer and songwriter Jane Walker. She's just released a new song called Wondering Why, and we have a talk to her all about it. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. I raving. We're raving it up. Jane, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on our show. How are you going hey. today? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about your new song. But before before we get into that, since this is your first time on our show, we'd actually love to start from the beginning, if that's okay. To that's fine. Get an idea yeah. to find out how you made it to where you are today. That's what we're all about on this show. So okay. you began your career in London, but before we even talk about that, can you tell us about your upbringing? Like, how did you find your love for music? Was it always played in the house? Yeah, I mean, it was always played in the house. My dad, there was always heaps of music around. My dad was really sort of very passionate about music and um, we had this old piano and I used to walk up to it which I, I've been told as a toddler and sort of reach my hands up and feel for the <laughs> keys you know and yeah. I was just drawn to it before I, I have no memory of that but that's just what I've you know been told and um, and then yeah just always insatiable appetite for music so uh, you know just always wanting to listen to music play music sort of pick up instruments play them um and yeah just really um it was just infused into me and we'd have these sort of family sing-alongs um by around the piano and there was just always a lot of a lot of appreciation for music yeah mm. Mm. did you ever think of it as a career though is there any other careers that maybe we might be surprised that you actually wanted to pursue when you were younger yeah, I mean, it was always that sort of question, you know, as a, as a teenager, it's like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up, that kind of thing. And yeah. um, I didn't think I wanted to be a musician. I think, I think oh, maybe I'll be right to be a journalist. Or um, And then I had this sort of moment, this epiphany that happened when I was at uni and um, and I, I had this moment where it was like a light bulb moment where it hit me, you know, that I wanted to devote myself to music. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Instead of having that plan B as they call it. <laughs> yeah. It was bigger than me. I mean, it was much bigger than me. It was like, it was just overwhelming the sense of that's all I care about. Like that's what I really care about in my essence, yeah. like getting out of my head and into my heart and um, you know, all the sort of teenage angst or, I, you know, I can't say that I found that time of my life easy, you know, sort of like 18, 19 and um, grappling with, you know, the world and myself in the world. And and I, one day I was just listening to this song coming out of a speaker at, at home and I thought, this is making sense to me. Like I, all I know is that I love music. I love the way it makes me feel. I feel it, it reaches me. It touches me in a way that, nothing else does and it makes it makes sense to me in the way that the rest of the world does, isn't making sense to me right now is how mm -hmm. I felt then you know I don't know how I fit into the world but all I know is 
this makes sense and I love it and it's the thing I love more than anything. It's the thing that I care about more than anything and I just want to devote myself to this. <laughs> yeah, obviously your heart was really reaching out to it and I can, it I can see the passion. Yeah, it was really, it was really touching me, yeah. And I, I, had, I had this moment because it, it, so, it was a song and I thought I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to write songs. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what the song was? <laughs> I think it was Joan Armour Trading. It was which I'd raided my aunt's record collection and I sort of discovered amongst other artists um, Joan Armour Trading and I think it was one of her early albums that I really loved and I just always play and um, it was one of those songs I think so I just I just love this so much and it makes me feel so much and I want to do this yeah mm. so once you once you had that epiphany as you called it did you yeah. then go and study music did you take singing lessons what was the next stage for uh, you, or did you just want to well, get in yeah. and write your own <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had I had done a bit of that already, like just as an insatiable. I was I was already a very active musician and and you know singing in pubs and and uh, um and doing stuff uh, with friends and um and I had gone and studied some uh, jazz uh, studies at the Conservatorium of Music and sort of like this part time thing. Um, but at that moment, I think I, for the first time, I just thought, yeah, how do I write a song and started to drill down into that. And I think I realised it was much harder than I had thought. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and, but, yeah, I mean, that sort of journey took me, I had a girlfriend who was a dancer and um, we decided we'd go to um to Africa and here go into a sort of like a musical safari it sounds really odd but I want to get out there into the world and um, experience firsthand like different music around the world and um, I don't know why but we and I had some, I remember at the time people saying to me why don't you just listen to the music like you know buy some albums or listen to it on you know and I just thought no I want to go I want to go and so we went and had this amazing time um and I recorded with um this band in in in, in Harare Thomas Matsumo and the Black Sun Limited um who were signed to Island Records and, and and a really big deal in Africa and that was an amazing experience for me for the first time recording my own songs um and then went from there to London and started performing as a songwriter and I had some you know really great support and help from people and um yeah did my first gigs in London as a songwriter and 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 wow. just just sort of started learning more about what that meant yeah of course and I'm guessing when you go on that sort of musical safari as you called it <laughs> you get to experience the actual live aspect of music instead of just listening to albums anybody can do that yeah that's it that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a, what it's, to do and what not to do in terms exactly, of exactly, exactly. And it's I think it's a spirit. There's a spiritual aspect to the journey of music. I mean, music is this mysterious force, isn't it? That uh, and there was that something you've been really drawn to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that story. <laughs> Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. When I was 
was doing my little bit of research on you too, I was like, is it true that when you're in London, you join Radiohead and Massive <laughs> Attack on a, on a music album? Like, what was that yeah. like? Please tell us more. I didn't yeah, know whether yeah. it was one of those fake things on the internet. <laughs> no, definitely not a fake thing on the internet. Um, yeah, no, that was exciting. Um, uh, I was playing with some great musicians over there and jamming and just working on songs and ended up recording one of my songs with a DJ called Pete Lazenby, who's a very talented um, sort of trip hop artist. And we did this track together, which is my song Threadneedle Street, and um, which was called Only Love Will Lift Us Up. And at the time, I saw I've changed the name, but that ended up being on a compilation with Radiohead, Massive Attack and um, a few other, you know, 808 State, a few other art, great artists. So that was really exciting. So that was my first release, my first experience being on the radio and having a song out there. Yeah. Um, mm. So did you actually get to meet Radiohead and Massive Attack or was it just chucked on the album? I didn't get to meet them, but I did meet, I mean, I was, I was playing music with some really exciting, well-known musicians over there, like people like Tricky um, was sort of floating around and, um, yeah, a producer called Youth and um, I remember hanging out with Seal one night and singing Ooh. with him and, that's you cool. know, it was just just some sort of some really some really amazing people that were were just in in the hood really. Um, yeah. I'll just this... drop Seal's name though, Jane. <laughs> just make it just sound really chill. Like yeah, everybody everybody hangs with Seal. <laughs> well, we just had we had a fun night. We, we had a we had a really close mutual friend, and we were um, we had dinner one night, and then we went to this party, and we were playing piano and singing together yeah it was a really memorable experience a very London moment you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, wow yeah. congrats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just gone up and up for you now as well you know like your first album was back in 2011 called Walk Gently so yeah. what was it like releasing your first album by yourself you know instead of having you know being on the same album as people like Radiohead was there any challenges that you can share with us yeah, I mean, it took time. It took time for me to get my confidence. And I think um, it was good to have that time in London um, and, and gradually getting a sense of my own identity. And then I, I felt more and more like, uh, oh, I'm Australian. I'm sort of finding my voice because I was so intimidated by some of these musicians, you know. And then realizing I wanted to come back to Australia like I really I missing the landscape missing my family my my identity is me being Australian and um I came back to Australia and felt like I could get on with making music here and yeah and then look it's such a team effort isn't it like making an album there's so many people involved and I really was so grateful for the support of you know whether it was my manager or just some of the other amazing some of the musicians here that were helping me um really important that at bringing all that material together and recording it and and it's that thing of finishing a task you know it's like it's so easy to sit around and on a bar still and talk about what I'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> one day you know with a drink in your hand one day that's it that's right that's exactly right yeah, and you yeah, went yeah. to go do it you go girl <laughs> well I got there in the end it took me ages but I did get there <laughs> yeah do you have a favorite song off that album or is that sort of like picking a favorite child <laughs> it is like picking a favorite child I mean but what's fun now for me is that some of those songs continue to sort of bubble along like that walk gently on the earth um you know has been used for a few things in soundtracks or um and continues to have a life of its own you know and I performed that at the gig I did a couple of weeks ago in Sydney and um because there's Sanskrit chanting on that on that on that track and you know it's obviously about looking after the earth and the environment so it's just as relevant if not more relevant than than then and um so it, the, the songs have this this sort of journey that's almost not to do with me in a funny way. Have you 
always wanted to learn how to dance. Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do. Well, this is your time! Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym Exo. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. Your brand new track now that everyone should go check out is titled Wondering Why. And it's a song about meeting her husband, falling in love amongst, you know, all crazy world and trouble and turmoil that we've been having, the bushfires, the floods, the pandemic. When did you meet your lovely husband? Was that like right in the middle or just before the pandemic? How did that all happen? No, it was was a few years before the pandemic, but the song... The song it was recorded just before the pandemic, and uh, and then it all got put on hold for obvious reasons. Um, literally, I was driving to the studio one day, and Neil, the producer, rang me and said, um, "There's this massive lockdown that's just been announced." So anyway, right back home. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. That's oh. what happened. So everything was just massively delayed. But yeah, but the, but the song was um was really about um because I'd had this break obviously from my it was a long time between my first album and then writing songs now and um I'd had some other things I had a kids music project that I that I uh, was involved with and a few other things got questions about that later (laughs) yeah 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 but but I I I sat there and I suddenly I had an opportunity to work with a, a producer and who I didn't end up working with but but that opportunity came along and he was like send me some ideas and I sat there at the piano and I thought oh my god I sort of forgotten how to do this and um I slightly lost my confidence again and then I realized oh yeah it's about going within like what am I feeling what what how am I relating to the world what am I feeling and I realized I was actually happy and it was about this thing of being in love and realizing that maybe this relationship's a keeper you know and um and then despite what's going on in the world the crazy stuff that can be going on in the world that I can actually feel happy and happiness and um and then as we were recording the song it just sort of took on a different level of meaning because I mean also some of the crazy politicians you know in the world as well so it's kind of like bushfires floods covid and then people like I don't know Donald Trump and just all this stuff going on around the world um and yet I'm still feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Is this normal? Am I allowed to feel like this? Yeah, it's that. It's like am I allowed to actually, it's just those recognising those moments of happiness you know, that can be there despite the you know, what's happening. Yeah, and, and it, it is mm. relatable in the song too, you know, because you're also examining some of the fears that, you know, we experience with new love that we might That's be thinking, right. oh, will this last exactly. and am I going to get hurt? Things like that. Absolutely. How do you get over those fears yourself? I'm sure a lot of people yeah. could take that, your advice on board. <laughs> oh, no, look, it, it is. It's so true, isn't it? Like getting into a relationship can be really scary. It can be really beautiful, but it's like the more I think the more I feel for someone, the more frightened, frightened I am of am I going to get hurt? Mm. And so for me, I mean, I do meditate and um, and that helps. I love spending time in nature. I mean, who doesn't? But, I, I mean, I do. I make a point of really connecting with um, the natural world and my own um, sense of peace so that if a relationship doesn't work out, it's not going to 
crush me, you know. It's not going to destroy me. And, uh, I mean, easier said than done, you know, my happiness isn't dependent on someone else. But it it is what I strive for. And um, so, and also I think for me it's about being in the moment, being present so that I don't need to feel frightened of, oh, what's going to happen in the future? What if it doesn't work out? Well, you know, one day at a time, you know, today all is well, we're having a nice time and that's great. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people can take that on board as well. Hopefully you're helping a lot of people today by sharing that story. So thank you. Oh, well, that'd be nice. Thank you. Mm. You're welcome. And speaking of learning from your story too, two years ago, and you did mention it a little bit before, you had huge writer's block. You know, a lot was going on. You got married. You also had a serious accident and change of management. Your father unfortunately passed away. Yeah. How do you get through those times, especially like mentally and and how did you even get through the writer's block? Did you have to kind of deal with your own stuff first before that could kind of continue on? Yeah, I mean, look, I did. I think it's that thing of life happens and life on life's terms and, you know, things like, you know, losing my gorgeous dad or I got I, what happened in terms of the accident. I was surfing and I got dumped by a wave onto the sandbank and Ooh. injured my neck. And I was really lucky. I didn't break my neck or anything like that, but it was a close call and I had quite a bit of trauma from that and apart from the physical injuries. And um, so, I mean, it's just life, isn't it? You know, so I just had to accept that I need to deal with these other things and, you know, whether it's grief, losing my dad or, you know, getting married with James or um, my, my accident and life, you know, yeah, life is a very strange beast and there's all these twists and turns that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think, you know, I think it's my self-care, um, you know, whether it's meditation, um, prioritising, looking after myself, um, and that really helped me get through those periods. And, um, and then, yeah, I mean, it, it, my music is just this passion that, like I was describing before, as a toddler reaching up to the keys when I was, you know, three or whatever to, on the piano. I mean, it just is undeniable. Like, I just, it's the thing that makes me so happy, you know. Yeah. So, even though I had this break from it, I kept coming back. To, I, I was drawn back in. Mm, absolutely mm. and even though you had a serious accident you know grateful that nothing else happened nothing oh totally yeah totally yeah survived it because you're meant to tell the story as well yeah that's right and I think that's also why I felt so grateful then when I'm writing wondering why my new song is like oh I really appreciate feeling happy I really appreciate feeling good Mm. you know Mm. yeah and and especially with the everything that happened that you can get through stronger and that's right you know, look at you now you're you're able to i truly believe everything happens for a reason in, in, in a weird that's way right. you know what I mean? yeah yeah definitely definitely and um it it is that thing of the glass is half full isn't it you know if you're really having an attitude of gratitude and it it can sound quite trite to say that, but it does for me. It's very practical. Like if I go through life with a, um, you know, just a po- more of a positive outlook, I'm going to be happier. I'm going to have a better time of it. So yeah, yeah. And more positive things will come into it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing like an accident. You know, I'm sure you have a whole new appreciation for life too. I do, I do. Yeah, and yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited. I can dive under waves now. It's taken me ages. I had to really ease back into the sea and ease back into the water. But, you know, I'm back in there now. <laughs> yeah. Conquer the world, Jane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And is it true that you pretty, like, basically probably change yourself to the piano to just get yourself out of that writer's block? Is that kind of, you know, does that really work or does it kind of feel like you have, you're forcing yourself and that creativity, does it still come, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it it did help. It did help to have a bit of a deadline and, um, you know, to sort of have this guy um, saying to me, come on, where are those tracks, you know? That pushed me um, and uh, it pushed me to sort of really do the work, you know, to go back in there. And, um, and I, I, I think what I encountered was 
um, when I when I um, when I didn't come out immediately with a song, I'd get all oh, disheartened or you know, mm. and then I realized, oh yeah, that's right. You know, you've got to be patient with these things. You just keep keep chipping away at it, keep chipping it away at it. And um you've got to make sure it comes out good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just get take the pressure off, you know, take the pressure off myself. You know, I think um all of us can we can be so hard on ourselves, you know. And so for me it was about wearing the world a bit like a loose garment and going, oh well, well you know, just keep trying, keep plugging away. And then it was this beautiful feeling of, oh yes, that's right. It's about going within checking in with what what am I feeling how am I relating to the world what do I care about at the moment in the world and then writing around that you know and writing the songs as an expression of, of my, myself um and um and yeah the song that really broke my writer's block was this, the next single that I'm going to be bringing out which is a song called Lazy Ooh. And and it's all about exactly that. Like, oh, I don't want to do the work at the piano. I want to go out. It's a sunny day. I want to get out there. I want to go out. Or I want to, you know, it's all about that. To be, to be lazy, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to hear it. You're going to have to come back on the show when it's out and tell us all that. Yeah, well, that'd be fun. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. It will because definitely it, be fun. Because it, it is about work. It is work, isn't it? It's application. And um, like anything, you know, we've got to apply ourselves and do the work and not just expect it all to be handed to us on a platter. But it also comes back to, you know, you need that sort of balance too, that you're still looking after yourself so that you can also still do the work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Make sure so you keep, keep up with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Got to give yourself some self-care. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's also a springtime remix of Wondering Why as well. So Wondering Why is the first single off your forthcoming album. Do we know, like, do we have a bit of a, a date that we can expect this album yet or? No, we don't. I mean, it's um, early stages really. So, you know, just continuing to write and record. Um, so, no, but we definitely do have another single that we'll be bringing out um, probably early next year which we've just recorded a video for in Melbourne. We had a lot of fun down there with an artist called Zang Griffith, a visual artist. And um, so, yeah, so we're sort of, I'm hot to get that one out because I'm excited about the video because there's some really funny footage that's going into it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, we, we sort of the album is in, in, in process, shall I say. Yeah, and these mm. days, you know, a lot of musicians are just releasing singles and kind that's of right. yeah, you know, that's dedicating right. all their time to that. And, you know, fans love it because they just keep getting new material. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Well, good luck with it all. Like, keep yeah, us thank you. all right? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I will. Yeah, I will. Something I yeah. love about your music, it's like great, I call it chill out music, you know. I'll, you can paint to it. You can just relax. You can go for a walk in the nature as you love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to, because I, I do hear a little bit of, you know, that jazz influence. Are you going to go down more of that path as well? Yeah, I mean, I do tend to like working with jazz musicians. So uh, I love jazz. Do you? Yeah, 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 great. Yeah, so that that's my my choice. Um, but saying that, um, you know, I think the good song, a good song is a good song, whatever the genre, you know. Mm. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things cross um, over these days with the genres. They do. They mm. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look forward to hearing what your future stuff is. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah. if people want to see you live, you did just mention, you know, a few weeks ago you were here in Sydney at the Foundry 616. But for coming up, you know, if people want to see you 15th of December, you'll be at Lazy Bones in Marrickville. Yeah. What can we expect from this show? Obviously, you'll be performing Wondering Why. Are you going to be I doing will be. Lazy as well? Or? <laughs> I'll be doing Lazy. I'll be doing Lazy. I'll do Walk Gently on the Earth with the Sanskrit chanting as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that gig actually. Um, and I'm going to have Neil Sutherland, who produced the song with me. He's playing with me that night, and also Jess Champa, who's a fabulous talent. He plays um, bass and percussion and things. So it's going to be a, a good band, and um, should be an, a sort of fun gig. So I'd you know, love people to come along. Yeah. Mm, do you mm. share some like stories about your life too? You know, it's funny talking to musicians about that and they're like, oh, I hate the talking in between songs. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. I, oh, I, 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 I don't mind that actually. I kind of like um, chatting a bit about the songs and um, having a bit of fun, you know, mm -hmm. on stage because I, I, I like to, I don't want it 
to all feel too heavy and serious. You know, for me as a performer, like I like to sort of connect with the audience a bit and um, talk a little bit about um, just interesting things about the music or things that I think are interesting anyway. Yeah, oh, fans love it too. It gives them a bit yeah. of an insight and, and then yeah, that's go back right. to the songs. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Sounds yeah, like yeah. an amazing evening. <laughs> Good luck with it all. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, hey, yeah, You are such a busy woman. I don't know how you juggle everything because you did just mention very briefly, on the side of all this, you're also the co-creator of Cockatoo Kids, the children's music group you mentioned. That's right. Original songs and videos for kids. The yeah. Wildlife album is available now for all our audience, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. How did this all come about and why did you want to go down the kids' path? <laughs> that took me by surprise. I did not plan on doing kids' music and I was teaching. I'd started teaching privately, like I teach some students um, piano and uh, and I was teaching um, a Sydney schoolgirl called Coco SB. She has cerebral palsy and she was struggling a bit with the piano and she said, oh, you think we could write a song and do some singing and instead? And when she said, can we write a song? I thought, what a fun idea. Yeah, let's yeah. go for it. And um, so we started writing a song about some animals that she and her family had seen on a camping holiday they just had in Central Australia. And uh, we both got so excited that we thought, oh, quick, we've got to keep writing more songs. And then before we knew it, we had a whole lot of songs all about animals and uh, I just found them very special and so I said I think we need to demo these songs so we went to the studio demoed them wrote some more songs and then we had this album so um and we had Coco and her sister Molly and another girl I know all, all these kids in the studio singing which was really really special and fun oh, how cute. um yeah and then we just thought we would donate a lot of the proceeds of the the music and also posters that we've got to Taronga Conservation Society um they yeah, do obviously do a lot for wildlife conservation um in Australia but also in other parts of the world too too and um and also Sydney Children's Hospitals Foundation we we give money to um Coco's had a lot of um a lot of support from them with her cerebral palsy and um so yeah so that's that's what wow. we're doing. So we're continuing to sort of have do kids music and uh, perform. We occasionally perform and with a whole group of kids and I love it. I absolutely love it. Look yeah. at the huge experience that Coco's gotten out of this. She just comes in for a lesson with you and she comes out with an album. I know. She's <laughs> a lucky you. girl. She is. <laughs> she's a hard taskmaster, Coco. Yeah. yeah she, she's very funny. Yeah, no, so she, um, she's, been, she's been great. She's a very inspiring um, person, Coco. Yeah, she does a lot of wheelchair racing actually. Um, wow. She's a real star. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's been trained by Louise Sauvage and the fabulous Paralympics and um and yeah Coco is a very inspiring person to be around yeah oh, she, have to have her on the show sounds oh, like yeah. an incredible person to talk to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm all about yeah. the inspiring motivational stories so we'll talk about that yeah. at the end yeah yeah great great yeah, yeah. and what's up next for Cockatoo Kids are you still kind of doing stuff with that or are you just way too busy with your own stuff now um, no, I am. I am doing stuff with that. So we're going to be performing at Taronga at their dream night, um, which is a fabulous night that Taronga does in conjunction with 150 zoos all around the world. It's on the day of um, International Day for People with Disabilities. Um, and it's not open to the public. What they do is they invite thousands of kids and families, kids in need, so kids with um, disabilities, kids who have all sorts of different special needs um, to come um, and have a, to a, a party at the zoo. And it happens all around the world. You know, it's a really amazing thing on the day of people with disabilities. It's the 1st wow. of December, December. So we'll be performing at that. And then also it sounds... Um, very ambitious, but we are developing a television show at the moment, um, which is heaps of fun. Um, so it's a new um, experience for me. I haven't worked, um, I haven't ever worked on a TV show before. So I'm working with some people who are much more experienced than me, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, more stuff for you to learn. <laughs> yeah. So it's all about music and, uh, and yeah, so yeah. Um, 
cockatoo kids is alive and well. Mm. Wow, good luck. That <laughs> Thank is incredible. You. And it's so good to hear that Taronga Zoo does that sort of, and the other zoos around Australia. Isn't it? That's Isn't it amazing? It really Love is. Love it. Talk yeah. about paying it forward. Oh. Yeah, I know. And the staff at the zoo absolutely love it. Like a lot of them say it's their favourite night. They all get really dressed up and, um, you know, they're all donating their time for free and, and they just, you know, the zoo is just transformed into this wonderland for all these kids and, and families, you know. A lot of families that, because the zoo, um, I mean, I don't, I'm not criticising the zoo, but it's not a cheap place to go for families, no. you know, so it's really nice of them that they and generous of them that they make it free for these families that maybe couldn't necessarily get there otherwise you know yeah or afford Mm. it as well that's right that's right and speaking of paying it forward as well you're also an ambassador for ocean recovery alliance helping reduce plastic on land and water how did you come across this wonderful organization and how did you become the ambassador so Um, Yeah, no, they're an awesome organisation. So that's um, run by a guy called Doug Woodring who uh, is based in Hong Kong. So he's, a, he's from California. He, he, uh, he has this organisation which does projects all over the world uh, looking at cleaning up waterways and the ocean from plastic and pollution. Mm. Um, and I wanted to support... Uh, some something like that um, with my first album and what appeals to me about Ocean Recovery Alliance is it's a, it's a relatively small um, organisation so you don't have a huge amount of bureaucracy like it's sort mm. of like they're just able to be quite agile and um, and he's a, they've got a lot of integrity so yeah so we've over the years we've just got this really nice relationship so then he had a he had a kids project in the Philippines actually this theatre project where they were raising awareness about recycling and 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 um and and uh, cleaning up the the rivers over there and he wanted a song um about um for kids about that so we came up with Rocky the Rooster which is one of our cockatoo kids songs um all Rocky the Rooster is all about you know recycling and repurposing and stuff so we've had a lot of fun with that relationship over the years with Ocean Recovery Lines I sang at the Volvo Ocean Lovers Festival a few months ago in Sydney. They had a big Ocean Lovers Festival down at Bondi Beach. Um, yeah. Oh, so, beautiful. Mm, yeah. Oh, so good. To, I really love when people pay it forward uh, like that. So thank you. <laughs> oh, no, it's um, we, we all do our bit, don't we? I mean, that's the thing. It's even if it's just in some small way, you know, whatever. I think I think it can be so daunting, the state of the environment, but it is just that ripple effect, isn't it? We just do a little bit what we can. Yeah, if we all did yeah. a little bit, it makes a huge yeah. difference. It does, yeah. yeah. And I think also if we're taking action, it for me personally, I don't get so overwhelmed and in such a sort of uh, negative place when I think about the world because I think, well, at least I'm doing this little thing here, you know, so I'm doing something positive, taking a little bit of action, um, and it helps me not feel so um in despair about the state of the environment yeah you're doing your part yeah highly recommend everyone else checking them out as well or just yeah make sure you put your stuff in the bin that's it (laughs) simple as that right and recycle and use less plastic you know yeah absolutely Mm. it is turning around that you know everybody's yeah reusable bags now and things like that that's right totally happening but yeah it is it is it is happening so much plastic packaging yeah. still yeah there is but I but I think the power of the voice you know if we make our feelings known to the powers that be whether it's the supermarkets or the government or mm. council or whatever things do change yeah you know? well, even the, mm. the companies that have their food in supermarkets are already starting to do it so exactly their competitors will do it so it is just as you just said ripple effect isn't it it is it really is yeah, yeah. love it I'm so glad we talked about that today so thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah well, we're going to be playing a game very soon, Jane. It's a really, really fun game here on Rave It Up. We always finish with it. But before we do, I just wanted to ask, do you have any advice for our audience today that might want to follow their dreams of becoming a singer or a songwriter? Um, I would say, you know, follow your heart. It's a, it sounds very easy to say that, but I think if, if you follow your heart, I remember someone saying to me in the music industry, 
when I was getting started, they said, just write songs for yourself, you know, write songs that you like mm. rather than trying to please some unknown audience. Can't please everybody. Yeah, you can't please everybody. And don't worry too much about what people think because, like you just said, you cannot please everybody. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think being open, having an open mind, so being open to learning is, I find, really important. As soon as I think that I've got all the answers or that um, I know what's best, to me that's a problem. Like I want to keep learning and being open to get new thoughts and lessons from people outside that, I, that might cross my path. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It just made me think of a quote from like a previous interview about that, you know, you're not going to please everybody. This um, uh, lovely lady who was in um, as a pageant queen and she was just like, you know, you could be the most beautiful, juiciest peach and then you're still going to have people that don't like peaches. <laughs> so true. <laughs> true. So true. Yeah. 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 Even like the biggest stars in the world that you think, you know, majority of people like, there's still going to be people that don't like them. So, oh, yeah. And not only they yourself. don't like them, they say really awful things about them. That's the yeah. thing. And it's that thing of resilience, isn't it? Like, I find with me, resilience is a great, uh, uh, a great thing to cultivate, you know, so mm -hmm. that if, if, if someone is, isn't um, supportive or whatever, just not to get disheartened and to think, oh, that means I'm no good or to take things really personally, like just to yeah. keep that resilience. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, we're all made unique for a reason. I truly believe that. And you're supposed to just embrace it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And dust ourselves off, pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off if, if things don't go great. And just go, well, how can I learn from that rather than, oh, well, that's it. I'll stuff it. I won't continue. Yeah. I love this. We've had such great life advice today. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E-effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. Well, it's been a lot of fun and yeah. let's continue the fun now because I think it's now time for the legendary two-minute hot seat. Oh, my God. A legendary game here on Rave It Up. It's, now, what we do is ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats or singing or dancing. I think I already know the answer to that one. <laughs> and you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. When we finish, okay. we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. Okay. Everyone Bring loves a competitive element, don't they? <laughs> totally. So to give you an idea, top of the Rave It Up leaderboard for Zoom interviews has answered 63 questions. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. <laughs> it actually goes like you answer way more than you actually think you do. So um, and I always give you about two minutes, 15 just for Zoom interviews, just because, you know, a tiny bit of delay than you would normally have if we're in okay. person. Yeah. Very generous of you, Laura. Oh, thank you. I like to make it fair for everybody. <laughs> All right. Let me change the view on the camera so I can see us both. Here we go. You're ready, Jane? So ready. <laughs> okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Rap. Rock or pop? Pop. Oh, pop or country? Pop. Beach or mountains? Beach. Beach or pool? 
Beach. Skiing or snowboarding? Skiing. Comedy or action? Action. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? Salty. Sunglasses or hat? Sunglasses. SUV or convertible? Convertible. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Winter. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? God, Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Uh, what was the other one? Mall or online shopping? Oh, mall. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Cookies or cookie dough? Cookies. <laughs> Family or friends? <laughs> oh, well, that's what you can't can't win with that one. Um, oh, yeah, I'm pass. <laughs> Football or soccer? <laughs> Oh, God. Soccer. Christmas or your birthday? Oh, God. My birthday. Night or day? Uh, night. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Curly. Eye colour, blue, blue or brown? Blue. Vampire or werewolf? <laughs> werewolf. Texting or calling? Calling. Sydney or Melbourne? Oh, no. Oh, pass. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Starbucks or Gory Jeans? <laughs> Pass. No or surf? Surf. Harry Potter or Twilight? Um, Pass. Family Guy or The Simpsons? The Simpsons. McDonald's or Hungry Jacks? Hungry Jacks. Yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> oh, God. Sydney or Melbourne and you passed on that. It's because you don't want to offend people. <laughs> Oh, yes, it is. No, I think it's because, yeah, I don't like having to choose. I should have said Sydney. I'm a Sydney girl. Come Sydney on, let's girl. face it. Mm. You live in Sydney now or are you in Melbourne? No, Sydney. I'm in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, Sydney girl. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> How many questions do you think you answered in that time, Jane? I reckon I answered 30. 30. Oh, more than that, I'm happy to say. You have answered... 42 questions. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, but that's not very good. Oh, my Yeah, you didn't get the top of the leaderboard. No, I didn't. Sitting, where am I? Uh, Out of Zoom interviews, you're sitting 18. So that's still good. Yeah. All right, all right. Oh, well, thank you. Better luck next time. If we have a meeting in person, we'll we'll do it again. Oh, yes. It runs a lot faster when they're in person. Because sometimes I couldn't hear that what the first one cho- option was and yeah. so I didn't want to take up time by saying what what did you say <laughs> and then at the same time you don't want to just be like well I don't like the last one <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> oh it's hard isn't it anyway it is mm. it's lots of fun it's a great way for the fans to get to know you a little bit better so. yeah no it's good it's a good game yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. people love it People sometimes just want to come on the show just to play it again. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Do you always ask those same questions, the same ones? Usually, yeah. If you're playing it the second time, then I do a whole different mix of questions so people don't Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. uh, Yeah, it's a great way to get to know someone, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And if we're doing like, you know, if I've got maybe two guests on, uh, like I've had the uh, brothers on that were in like Cheaper by the Dozen movies, I got them to verse each other. But one got that list of questions and then the other got a whole mix of questions that weren't the same because otherwise he's probably just going to be sitting there going, okay, I'll memorise that. Yep, yep, cool. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) you got to make sure. It's just uh, they don't know what's coming. Love it. (laughs) Makes it it fair. Love it. It's way harder than it it actually seems because even uh, someone's done it to me and I'm like, oh, wow, I feel so sorry for all my guests now. I'm like trying to be quick, but you're also trying to be honest. That's it. That's it. And not and not throw yourself into deep water. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's some questions I'm thinking like rearranging. Uh, I've had the same list for so so long, probably ten years. So I'm like, I think I need to. Maybe it's really good. It. Yeah, bring no. some of the old questions forward because I've got like what have I got here? Uh, I know I have over a hundred and thirty-one questions there. So wow. just in case. 
Which cool. is good because the top of the Rave It Up leaderboards answered 101 questions. So no way. That's I need amazing. to make sure I had heaps. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Love it. Yeah, Love well, it. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Jane, but as a closing statement, and what's probably the most important question here on Rave It Up, a bit more serious now, mm-hmm. knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? I would say don't take life too seriously and keep a sense of humour and just have fun. Yeah. That's definitely mm. what you're doing now, isn't it? Having fun. <laughs> Don't take yourself too seriously. That's I think right. it's the best advice ever. <laughs> Goes back to, you know, there's always going to be haters, right? Might as well be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and don't be frightened of making mistakes. Just have fun and just have another go. Have another yeah, crack. Human. Laugh at your mistakes. That's it. Exactly. And if our audience want to contact you, find out where you're up to in the future, maybe go buy some tickets, where should we go? janewalker.com.au yeah my website has the links for spotify and apple music and instagram and facebook and all of that stuff twitter yeah one-stop shop i love it one-stop shop yeah (laughs) but yeah obviously you're just jane walker on spotify and apple music find all my music there yeah go watch the video clips on youtube (laughs) that's it that's right youtube of course yeah of course yeah people sometimes like that visual don't they totally Yeah. yeah yeah Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jane. It's uh, been such so a much pleasure. fun. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you, Lauren. Thanks for all your lovely questions. And it's it's great to kind of go a bit deeper. And it's been really nice to talk with you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. That's why I always mm. do my re- I'm I'm known to, for doing my research so that I can ask you different questions, hopefully ones you haven't been asked before. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Because yeah. I can totally understand, especially if you do heaps of interviews and even people have interviewed me and they're very, like, similar questions, that you start getting a bit of sick of what the same things, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, you know? I am passionate about music though, so it is my favourite topic. But it's like when I'm talking about myself, I, 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 it's nice to have that variation and that sort of slightly um, thought, you know, thoughtful questions of yours are really nice. Yeah. Oh, thank mm. you. I'm glad mm. you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, let's keep in contact. You're welcome on the show. Yeah. I'm all right. You're definitely you. got a support in me, okay? Oh, thank you. That's so nice. I appreciate that. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> and good luck with everything. Uh, okay. I'll have to come to the show. I think uh, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, if you do, please come and say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. will. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.